0: to. Welcome.:
1: Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Janine White. Tonight, I'm excited to bring to you. Sam Valentine, and his agent, Ryan Colby. Sam is new to the modeling scene. He's been modeling for just over a month, and he's expected to be walking the runway next month in New York Fashion Week. Our other special guest, New York LA LA agent, Ryan Colby, is here to tell us all about the VIP Ignite Inner Circle event last week at Gold Bar in Soho, celebrating La Paz Magazine. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's an honor to be here. I'm
1: good. Good. Good to talk to you. Things are going great. Pretty warm here in Philadelphia, but other than that, everything's going great.
2: (laughs) It's very hot here too in New York. Yeah, it's very hot.
1: Oh my my gosh, it's crazy how hot it is. (laughs) But it is August, (laughs) so I guess um, it's to be expected. Fall's
0: coming, that's all I can
1: say. What's that?
0: I said fall's coming soon, so I'm excited for that.
1: I can't wait for everything pumpkin spice. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sam, can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you and Ryan met?
0: So, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I moved upstate around the Poughkeepsie area going into seventh grade, and then going into high school, I met my buddy, Corey, who's also one of Ryan's models, and... I've been friends with him for years and about a little like a month and a half ago, he was talking about, Oh, you know, Ryan wants to meet you. And I was, a lot of people always been telling me to go into modeling and I've always been considering it. And then finally I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I came down met Ryan and then just worked out from there.
1: That's awesome. It's amazing how um, people you've known for so long can really connect you into something that you've always dreamed about. It's all, that's really cool.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I never, I mean, when I first met Corey, I never really expected that we would be doing this together. I mean, it was just, it's honestly just really cool and different experience, so I'm really excited about it.
1: That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about the process of getting started because you're fresh on the scene. So how is, like, what's the experience been like for you? Uh,
0: The first time I ever did a photo shoot, it was definitely different. I'm a very ambitious person, and I love trying new things, so I was really excited for it, not really nervous, but it was definitely different. And then, as I mean, I've only had a couple photo shoots so far, but for what I've done, I mean, the more I do it, the more I get used to it, and the more I just learn, like, my own, like, personality and just put put everything into it, and it's just really cool how everything comes out in picture because I never really understood, like, I didn't know you could really bring out that much like expression and emotion and just like different like personalities in a picture. So it's really cool. It's a really awesome experience.
1: So when you, um, when you started modeling, how, what did you think it was going to be like and how is it different than what you thought it would be like?
0: I honestly came into it with an open mind just because I knew I'm going to meet a lot of different people and obviously everybody's different. So my whole goal with this was just to really just travel and meet a lot of people. So, so far it's met my expectation. It's just, I am mean, very just, I don't really I mean, it's just like meeting all these people is definitely cool because like you hear their stories and you like hear where they come from and how they all just come to like New York city and you meet them and I'm, you know, I'm a city boy. So like, I'm just used to being there, but like that place where they're at now is where they dreamed of. So it's really cool listening to their stories.
1: Cool. So, um, what are your goals with modeling? Do you, I mean, I know we're still really early in the process, but like, what are your goals and aspirations?
0: Um, uh, definitely doing fashion week would be a huge thing for me. That's always something I've thought uh, with. If I was like thought about being a model, I would definitely want, I'd, like really want to do fashion week. So that's really exciting. And I'm just, my goal is to really just travel to as much as, I mean, as many places as I can, experience different cultures, and just be in a bunch of magazines. That way, my friends and their parents go to stores. They'll see me on a front cover of a big magazine shoot or something. That would be really awesome.
1: That's really cool. So I know um, Corey has a background where he went to like a performing arts school. Did you do that as well? Or. Yeah, no, like a background I, in like any of that,
0: or not really. No, I just went to normal school when I was younger. I wanted to be an anesthesiologist, and I thought that's what I was going to be going to school for. But then I just took off a little bit from school just to work, save up some money, and now I just got into modeling. It just it really just came out of left field.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it a pretty fast you got there. So. Um, Ryan,
2: how is it working with Sam? Um, it's been good working with Sam. He's uh, very attentive. He's very polite, He's very nice. He's not rowdy and irritating. Um, so, yeah, it's been pretty good. I mean, it's been like five weeks, and he only comes out on the weekends because he has a full-time job uh, where he lives upstate. So right now that's fine. Um In about two weeks, Fashion Week castings start. And unfortunately, you know, they're during the week. So he's going to have to be here for that if he wants to do them. So that is a schedule we're going to be working on in the coming days. And, um, but so far, so good. I can't complain. Everything's good. I mean, you know, the thing with modeling is that there's always a honeymoon phase and there's always, everything's always amazing in the beginning. But when the real work starts, when you got to get on the plane at, you know, 6 a.m. and, or when you have to be on set at 5 a.m. or when, you know, you're shooting for 20 hours, that's when you really see who's going to survive this, you know? So um, the beginning, the beginning phases are always nice. Everyone always is on a level playing field in the beginning, every single model I've ever represented in 18 years I've been doing this. Everybody is the same, but once it starts hitting that 60, 90 day mark, that's when you see who the stars are and who, is going home, you know? So, yeah. So we haven't quite gotten there yet. <laughs> it's good.
1: It's, it's good to talk to someone in the, um, the honeymoon, the honeymoon phase.
2: Well, because it's very exciting in the beginning. I mean, I'm not. of course it is. If this is New York city. You're getting, you're putting you, someone's taking your photo. People are looking at you on the street or people are looking at your photos online now that, you know, social media has taken over our lives. So it's, it's extremely exciting, but that's the fun part. The the work part is, yeah. okay, you have a shoot at 5 a.m. and you can't go out tonight. You're not hanging out with your friends. You're not going on that date. You're not going to the movies. You're not doing that. You are sleeping. Like, you know, so that's when people yeah. start to crack. That's when people start to be like, okay, well, you know, that's when you start seeing the real personalities when the tough work comes in, you know. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean. I'm a pretty good good judge of character, and most boys make it, but, you know, I've always been surprised at who cracks under pressure after two months, three months, and you're like, you know, okay, goodbye, you know, it happens, so we'll see. Yeah,
1: so um, you've been going on photo shoots and different things like that, Sam, so have you been – so you're – Kind of like you're in the testing phase, then, right? Where you're working with different photographers.
2: Yeah, he's in development right now, shooting with photographers. Um, this is a pretty good time for him because Fashion Week starts in a couple of weeks. I mean, I wish I had an extra month. Like, I wish he had started coming in May or June, but, you know, it is what it mm-hmm. is. But um, so I'll do what I can for September. But it, it's pretty good because he naturally is strong in person. He has good skin, he has good height. You know, so those are really good things. I mean, i booked boys for major shows with less. I mean, i booked boys on shows with, with a digital I took with my phone. And, you know, so – and they didn't test at all yeah. because there was no time to test them. So, um, okay. you know, it, it 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 can be done. I, I just – I'm always – I always want more. I always want more material to work with instead of less because it just makes my job easier and it makes it easier for me to get the proper emails back. But um, – I'm confident it will be fine. Um, And then the fall is advertising season, e-commerce season. So that's when, you know, all the catalogs are shot and e-com is shot and advertising is shot, lookbooks are shot. So that's in October and November. And then December is a little slow because of the holidays. And then January is men's week in Paris and Milan and London, which I'm already started kind of working on with some British agencies. I had a, I had a video chat with a couple of British agencies uh, a couple of days ago, and I'm sending them boys that I feel are appropriate for, the, for men's week there in London, which is super popular. And that's in January. That's the first week of January. It's right after New Year's Eve. So seeing if, you know, he can go and several other boys that I have that are the same look and height. So we'll see. That's That's the plan right now. So, I always had to have a four- to six-month plan, uh, and I roll it out slowly to see who's going to survive, you know, because some people won't, you know.
1: Yeah, you definitely want to make sure that the people that you're – if you're going to send someone to London or to Paris or something like that, you definitely want to make sure that they're not going to crack under the pressure. That would I mean, that would reflect poorly on them and also on you.
2: I understand. Yeah. Yep. This is true. I mean, yeah, it's bad when clients get pissed at me for something I didn't even do, but that's part of the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely is. The um people are definitely um a wild card every time, no matter who it is. So, Sam, have you been enjoying so you've been enjoying networking? Have you met like have you been able to share your story with a lot of people and just gather a lot of stories? Have you met some interesting people?
0: Uh, yes, I've been loving it so far. Me, myself, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I've always been a very social person. A lot of people tell me I could have a four-hour conversation with the tree. So, I mean, I'm definitely not scared <laughs> to talk to people. So, I it's just really cool here. Like, like I'm a talker. So, like, if I'm doing the photo shoot, mid-shoot, I'm talking to these people we are having a nice conversation. So, I'll hear where they're from, where they live now, what made them move, if they have family. And all this stuff so it's really cool I mean the last photographer I shot with was from, was from uh, Cape Town South, South Africa so that was awesome so we were just talking about like his hometown and what he did and the businesses there it's just really awesome meeting with like a lot of different people
1: yeah you'll, you'll be able to meet with people from all over the world that's really cool
2: I'm a yeah, talker awesome. too
1: so I I have to start asking you some better questions so you can talk some more <laughs>
2: Well he's Um, twenty, he's single, he's mixed race, so yeah, you can start with that.
1: Okay. (laughs) yeah, so (laughs) Yeah,
2: my mother's born and raised in Brooklyn.
0: And now I'm a country boy.
1: And you're Mm -hmm. How was the transition from Brooklyn to Kip- to Kipsey? That's like two totally different worlds. Oh, it was
0: a huge culture shock. I mean, I, I grew up having a backyard that was four feet wide. Now my house, now we have over 30 acres. So it's definitely <laughs> different. I mean, my, my first move upstate, I thought my stepdad was like a millionaire could be know how much property he had. But like our first house only had like a couple acres. And it was like nothing special. But to me, I was like, oh, my God, like literally we own like half of New York right now. So, it was cool not having houses next to each other where I could hear my neighbor's three houses down snoring, where now I need binoculars to see my next neighbor. So, it's definitely different, completely polar opposite from what I was used to. I mean, as a kid, if I went up here, I would probably be scared and a little confused, but I I got so used to it.
1: So, I'm sure that going down to New York then on weekends is kind of refreshing because... That's what you're used to. Yeah, right? it's really nice. I still I still own my house in Brooklyn
0: too, so it's just cool. I whenever I want to go down, I could just go down my house, chill with my dad, and relax, and just kind of go back to my roots. But at the same time, it's like it's nice because where I live now is only like by car. I mean, I've made it in about an hour, so it's really not that terrible of a drive. But it's beautiful scenic, like scenic drive. So not terrible if i want to go down to the city or if i miss like walking places then i can just definitely just hop on a train or a car and just go down but it's been really yeah, cool yeah. i met a lot of different people i mean most of my friends it was definitely a good thing me like moving up here because growing up where i grew up in park slope in brooklyn it wasn't necessarily always the best so it's definitely i guess like it was meant nice for me to be up here because a lot of my friends i grew up with kind of ended up like going down the wrong path. So it was definitely a blessing for me. And a lot of my, like, actually all of my, like, true best friends are really I met all upstate up here. And they're like my brothers.
1: That's awesome. So how does your family feel? Like, you had a dream of being an anesthesiologist. How do they feel about you doing the modeling?
0: They're very supportive. My family, as long as I'm happy... That's all I really care about. As long as I'm doing something smart, I'm not hurting myself or doing anything so bad to myself, then they're all for it. My mom is beyond excited. She, every single day, she asks, oh, have you got any new pics yet? Did you get any new picks yet? Did you getting any new picks yet? I'm like, mom, I've, literally been I've been home for four days. How can I have any more pics now? <laughs> so, at yeah. first, she was mom, like, oh, you know, have fun. <laughs> Don't, Yeah. So at first she was like, you know, be careful, you know, be safe, you know, if anybody offers you anything, you know, just kindly decline. Now she's like, oh, have fun, go down. When are you going to the city game? When's your next shoot? Like all oh, this, it's just like, wow, you sound like she sounds like my freaking manager too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and my dad, he's it sounds very like proud. Fade, he sounds like a loves <laughs> it. <laughs> no she's awesome well, I, I'd rather that I'd rather mild enthusiasm than irritation because I, I, like I said I've been doing this for 18 years and the you know parade of parents that have ruined their children's careers is like endless you know so I'd rather the annoying questions about photos you know than questioning every move they make on why you have to the city why you know you know like I, I you know I, I think some people think this career is uh, you just you just did a call and you have a job like they, they don't have any concept of the time it takes to groom someone to be in front of a camera and to make it a profession. This isn't yeah, fun. it's really
0: this not as easy as it looks. Joke. I mean, it's not like you're just standing yeah. there and taking a picture. You feel the pressure of like the not necessarily feel the pressure, but like. You have like sometimes you overthink it like oh I have to pose like this and do like that and that's like the biggest misconception I feel like because a lot of photographers just tell me to just be natural and do me because that's the kind of shot and that was something that I really had to like get used to and learn because like you go out with your friends you know you take a group picture everybody's posing flexing or cheating <laughs> hard so yeah. it looks like you're about to pop a blood vessel but really that's not what they want so like there's are like in the beginning I'll take a picture and the photographers will be like, yeah, you know, you know, drop your shoulder or relax. And then uh, one photographer uh, took a picture of me all tensed up and then he got a good picture of me and he compared it to it. I mean, it was a world of difference. It was, I mean, the, the quality of it, the emotion, the way I looked, it was just a completely different like vibe. And that's when I really yeah. understood like, it's all about the whole, like just keeping it natural because that's what people want to see and like how, like, companies want to have you like represent their product Is they don't want some uptight, tense guy. They want somebody who's cool, fits their like whatever they're looking for and just being themselves. And so that was a huge thing that I learned about very early on. And I've been watching a lot of like one way videos, looking at a lot of Instagram, like models on Instagram, online, different magazines, and just looking at their poses. And like, if you look like everybody's relaxed and calm and like, they're just not like honestly, like they're, actually flexing, but like, if you look tense, you're,
2: you're, not, you're never going to find a picture like that in a big magazine. No. Yeah, and, I mean – And plus, yeah. there's thousands of photographers in New York and Paris and London, and so everyone has their own style. But the overall thing with modeling, I mean, I spent 15 years being a model, and the overall, the overall, the overall consensus of being a model is that, you know, the image has to sell. It doesn't matter if it's sexy or funny or a fantasy or, you know, sad or whatever. It still has to sell. So, you know, a lot of people don't understand that they're taking photos, you know, at their birthday party or at their graduation, and they think they can just model because they look okay in a photo that they took, you know, at their birthday party that's not modeling. So um, it takes weeks, sometimes months to get it. I mean, when I started, I started, I was 12 years old. I'd say it took me a good almost a year before I felt comfortable going to photo shoots. Every photo shoot I had between 12 and 13 years old, I was like, what, why am I doing this? Like, this is such a nightmare. But it wasn't until I was around mm-hmm. 13 and I started getting it and I started seeing, okay, this could be a money-making venture. I This is, an, this is a mild art form, art form and I have to take it seriously. And a lot of people just throw it out the window. They just think that, because they take a cute selfie with their Lumi phone that there can be a model and, you know, not nah, the case, you know, so it is It is definitely an eye-opening experience when people step onto a set and a photographer is like, what are you doing? That's not modeling. You know, like this is, you know, so it, it you know, some boys are more natural than others and get it faster. And he seems to be getting it. The photos that I've been getting back are definitely usable and, um, I'm 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 pretty much using every shoot he's done so far. I mean, he's done like four. But the point is, is that they're coming out nicely, and that's that's important. I mean, I can't have, you know, I've had guys where you do two, three, four tests, and I'm like, I can't use any of this. Like, I don't know what you're doing, yeah. but it's not it's not working. And these photographers are great, yeah. so it's not that, you know. So yeah. um, so luckily his are coming out, and that's that's good. So. But they'll just get better and better, and that's that's fine. I don't need magic the first couple times because it's not it's not realistic. I just need workable, you know, and then I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll make it magic as time goes on, you know. Yeah, it sounds like, like, like Alex,
1: you're learning like, pretty you know,
2: quickly too, Sam. Yeah, you interviewed Alex last week. I mean, a year and a half, yeah. a year ago, he was uh, it, it was pretty disastrous. <laughs> <laughs> But now he's like one of the most talked about boys in New York, you know, so it takes its time. I mean, he's, you know, by that, you know, that French magazine that featured him, he's now the, one of the it boys of New York. And that's great. But that took a year yeah. because, you know, the first two or three tests, I was questioning what the hell is going on here. You know, he had no yeah. idea where his angles were. You know, but. So it takes time. Everyone's different and some people are naturals and some people need to be taught. And, you know, it is what it is. I'm fine with teaching as long as you're learning. And as long as you listen and you learn, I'll teach all day. Like I'm a natural teacher. I'm a natural talker. I'm a natural guider. So if I can tell you something and you learn from it and actually do it and it works, I'm happy with that. So I don't mind teaching as long as you're receptive, you know? So that's what I tell a lot of the guys that come like, Sometimes I may not like a shoot, like shoots come in and I'm, it doesn't mean it's the end. It just means you got to do better the next time. And this is why I don't like them. And I'll show them. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. And you fix it for the next shoot. And that shoot I can use. Cause that's why it's called a test because not all of them work. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. And then anything that you do, there's always a learning curve. Like it's, I'm sure it's rare that the first shoot is something that's usable because and in any industry, no matter what you're doing, that you have to learn how to do it. So, I mean, you can be a natural, but there's always, there's always, yeah. um, there's always improvement oh, yeah, that can be made no matter where exactly. you are. I mean, and,
2: and Sam is a natural. So imagine in three to six months when he shot 10, 12 more times, how much stronger the photos will be, even though right now they're at a really nice high medium level. They're going to be higher in two months, three months, four months, you know, and that's that's the point. That that's what development is. No one yeah. joined the NFL the first time they threw a football or, you know, played at Carnegie Hall when yeah. they decided to play the piano. Like, they it takes time, you know, so.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Gears a little bit, Ryan, because I haven't talked to you since last I- week, and I'm really excited <laughs> to hear all about this um, La Palme launch magazine party that you were at. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Uh, yeah, it was a fun event last week on Thursday, and it was yep. a launch of La Palme Magazine, which is a fashion magazine, celebrity magazine, that Derek Warburton and Kevin La Palme started, I think about a year ago, but I think this is our first big New York party. Um, again, they were developing our magazine.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <Back> That's a
2: development. <laughs> it all
1: ties together, right? <laughs>
2: They were developing their magazine, so now they're ready to, like, the world to see it. Anyway, so it was really fun. It was open bar. There were celebrities there from E! E! Network uh, because Derek is a stylist and celebrity stylist. He works with, you know, Celine Dion, Kim Kardashian, uh, you know, a bunch of the reality stars at E! So he invited the staff and stuff like that. So it was really, really fun. It was very crowded, Uh, but it was fun. And it was yeah, it was. Yeah, fun. I, I like parties like that where I know people and they're quick. The event was only three hours, so it wasn't like a huge commitment. Sometimes these events mm-hmm. go on and on and on till one, two in the morning. I'm not into that. I I like my I like being a homebody. I'm not. I'm really not a nightlife person. Um, I used oh, to be yeah. in my twenties. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you're 20, I'm 40, I'm going to be 46 <laughs> any day now. I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, the time or interest in it, but <laughs> it's Yeah, what you can do when you're 20 sick.
1: is completely different than when
2: you hit your 40s. <laughs> yeah, it's not even the same. So, yeah, I mean, I used to, I used to literally not, when I was a mod, when I first went to New York, I was, obviously I was modeling full time and I used to go to parties like on a Thursday, I wouldn't even go back to my apartment till Monday. And not even be tired. I would go to my shoots. The photographers had no idea. My agency had no idea. I'd pack a backpack with, like, two outfits. I'd rotate them. Like, please. I was. Just, I, I invented the game that you're attempting to play. But <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> believe me, but no way could I do that now. Anyway, but the party was great. And Derek was there. There was lots of cameras, lots of paparazzi. So it was fun. It was fun. And some of the people, the awesome. inner circle people—sorry, oh, the inner circle people from VIP came, and so they got to hang out. And and Angel, one of our partners in Miami, came up, flew up just for the party, and it, it was, was fun. fun. So yeah, I liked it. Quick and painless. Okay. I was done by 10:30.
1: <laughs> Sounds like the perfect party <laughs> night to me too.
2: <laughs> yeah, from seven to ten thirty. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, so I was done. I was done early, so that was good. Cool,
1: awesome.
2: And I know will be more in Fashion Week. There's yeah. plenty of Fashion Week parties in September. I've already started getting invites, and I'm not even looking at them because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> just looking at them. You have I'm a lot to tired. do
1: between now and then, so.
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah, I yeah, I don't even look at the invites until like a week before shows because it's just they're too they're it's too much, so. Awesome. I'll go to like a couple I'm not going to go to a lot I'm only going to go to like two or three just because it's you know they're exhausting
1: and you probably have to part of um, part of the job is the networking part which is like the great part when you're first starting out but once like you've been doing it for a while you're like okay this is awesome but I've had enough
2: I mean I technically don't need to network the only reason I go if if I can bring my boys They can network, but I know every person breathing in New York that's in this industry, so I don't need to network with them, but um, the boys do, so if it's a party I can bring the guys to, then I'll go to facilitate the networking because I'm not going to have a bunch of 20-year-olds running around a party. They don't know who to talk to. They don't know who not to talk to, but I do. So, you know, that's what I do. Awesome. Okay.
1: Well, This half hour has flown by as always,
2: so (laughs) I just want (laughs) to,
1: I know, it's like you blink your eye and it's gone. So I just want to thank you both so much for taking some time to talk to me this evening, and Sam, I definitely want to, um, hopefully Ryan and I can have you on the show again so that we can talk to you and see where your experience has been.
2: Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, after shows are over and after ad season is over, and edit, you know, uh, editorial and ad season is over in October, November, then you'll be in a much better place and I'll have way more chatty stories to tell you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully awesome.
2: you'll see me on Fashion Week.
1: <laughs> well, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys thank have a you. great night. Thank you so much.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Tom, okay, for thank
2: having you. Me. Have a great night. Yeah. See you. Goodbye. See you. Bye.
1: Bye. If you enjoyed tonight's podcast, make sure that you hit the subscribe button. To Ignite Inner Circle member, Catherine Campbell. She has a fantastic story that you definitely want to hear. So hit the subscribe button and listen in tomorrow. And if you want more information on how you can be a model, actor, or musician, readers like Ryan Colby in New York City, Miami, and L.A., please visit our website at ammsociety.com. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great evening.